Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to Big Fish Small Pond. I'm Andrew Wardall, and today is July 22nd. Today, the Marlins are facing the Pittsburgh Pirates in Pennsylvania. So, game will start at 7.05. Braxton Garrett is set to get the ball for the fish. And this is Big Fish Small Pond. So, what I wanted to do is to just take a look at some of what's been happening now lately right here we are for this marlins team and what really like stood out to me today is how this marlins offense just isn't quite getting off the ground seemingly like not even getting into the game of the game if you will i'll get more into that uh, in a minute but i also took a look at the minor league system just to take a peek at who might be deserving of a promotion down those levels. And really what caught my eye like quickly about this Marlins minor league system is how like competitive this Dominican summer league team is. These two Marlins Dominican summer league team, both like sitting around 500 with about like 30 games played here, there pretty like substantially interesting so like the marlins took a really interesting approach this past year uh, they added a dominican summer league team now they're up to two total which is pretty like par for the course in the majors not everyone does that but like i said like par for the course um and they're like still staying quite competitive as a team um some real like standouts uh too by the way there's like quite a few like 17 year olds on these teams like batting with like an over 800 ops on either end really like both teams themselves are like staying in at a competitive level with their peers the marlins signed literally 60 players um internationally using their budget for that, going that sort of unorthodox route. Typically you might see a team spend like all $5 million on like a player or two or three, just trying to like maximize that like single talented player, like get like dollar for like premium talent. The Marlins went like a real like bulk approach. And as much as like, I want to be like pushing for uh, these guys to like get through the minor league system it seems like there's just like a good thing going on 
in the Dominican. So it's hard to get too invested in these young teenagers in the Dominican Summer League that are still like, you know, getting their first work in, really, in professional baseball. So I think it's something to look forward to. But what I really want to talk about today is how this Marlins offense isn't quite letting itself get as like sturdy and strong as it needs to be to be in the game. Um, what really stood out to me from this game um, against the Rangers, really, like Eli Sussman, I pointed it out on Twitter um, in a way that I've been able to watch hundreds of times. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Sanchez uh, facing John Gray, taking a slider right down the middle and really like letting loose this like just violent swing, um, meaning like really disjointed swing from like head to toe. Um, he seems to like get ready for a pitch, almost like leg kick jumping on a fastball and then seemingly readying to reach a little bit too far out for the pitch and getting really fooled on an 85 mile an hour slider, which he like adjusts, tries to get, he does like clip it off and he fouls it back to the netting, but it takes him to his knees Another foul ball, and that's not your typical two-strike swing. Mark McLemore from Sanchez, and welcome to 2022 baseball. Uh, and it's not an overwhelming pitch, really. It's just a foolish moment, if you will. Um, I totally like taking Jesus Sanchez as like like a development example isn't quite what you should do with him. For the Marlins, like clearly he's not like a like a finished product of there he's not like indicative of their like developmental capabilities as he came over after like quite a few years in the minors um in that trade with the tampa bay rays so he was brought in as like a very like tooled up outfielder um obviously a very strong player um physically strong physically like imposing presence too with that like ideal build for your power like I mean, compare him to, like, Jorge Soler uh, on the other side. It's pretty identical, um, what they do and what they try to do as far as just, like, blasting the ball as hard as they can, as far as they can. A fairly, like, not holistic approach to hitting. Um, typically, even, like, uh, specifically looking at, like, these Marlins sluggers, what you see is them often focusing on like hitting the ball out of the ballpark like uh tommy hutton in response to eli on twitter did like point out that like if you're only thinking about launch angle and exit velo and you keep swinging from your ass you'll never hit that pitch talking about that jesus sanchez uh i want to call it a gopher against that slider where it really does feel like he was so over eager to get to the ball and launch it that he wasn't quite attuned to what was coming out of the hand of the pitcher. And John Gray is a great pitcher. Um, now he's not like Sandy, he's not Clayton Kershaw, he's not your like star pitcher, but he is certainly a proven solid starter over years in the major leagues. Bringing really like a lot of consistency to 
the mound with him. He'll give a hitter different looks and, I mean, make him look foolish. That's, I mean, why he's been good for as long as he's been good. But he's not one of those overwhelming types of starters. Physically, a major leaguer should be getting there. Except for the fact with the Marlins that they just haven't quite been there on pitches like that. I mean, nine games without a home run certainly is a bit doom-sounding, but it's not like that's all that. I mean, certainly they will hit a home run at some point soon, knock on wood. It's that, as Aram Lighton pointed out, uh, a lack of repeatability in the swing that Jesus Sanchez is showing. He's not quite there. He's this tooled-out outfielder who's tried to develop as a hitter and try to, like, develop that consistency of his swing that some players do have in the major leagues. It's certainly a credit to his talent that he could be a better hitter than those hitters in, a, like, a, like, a productive sort of sense. I don't know if you could say that Jesus Sanchez would ever be a better, quote, hitter than Luis Arise of the Twins, but it certainly is the truth that Jesus Sanchez could hit for more power than Luis Arise of the Twins. With Jesus, it's tough to see him, like, day in and day out right now when he seems to be somewhat lost at the plate, not because he's not necessarily seen it, but because his, like, mechanics and his vision aren't there in tandem. It's a process to develop as a hitter, and he hasn't really shown the polish that you see with the pressure from the opponents. And obviously it is something of an unrelenting season that goes on forever and takes 162 games, so it's not that you can say that he's like an objectively like a bad player, so much as he's clearly behind it right now. Someone who looks a little bit better in a similar role as Jesus Sanchez is Jorge Soler, who does go to the plate and takes his swings, at least, like he's there making like three hacks at like seemingly minimum, and they all seem to have a chance to go out of the park should the contact be there. It's a dangerous way to like hit. There's obviously like a risk to the way that these like sluggers that are going for a pull hit. They like contact the ball potentially later in the zone and don't really give yourself the ability to hit the ball the opposite way unless you're doing one of those Jesus Aguilar sort of like get that ball out of here sort of like foul ball moments. And you see a much more like upfront contact point with someone like a Luis Arise with that like spray type action. It's a tough spot to be with Miami where it feels like you have like five sort of risky sluggers at the plate on any given day. But anyway, I feel like I see some struggling here, so I figured give it some air. We know the Marlins are looking at a trade deadline coming up and potentially something of a reset whatever that means. For now, I'd also like to say that Zach Zubia, playing now for Jupiter, a 20th round pick last year, performing well on base percentage over 400, seven home runs and like 217 at bats before the Hammerheads, showing some power, 
getting on base at like a tremendous clip. Uh, 62 walks to 74 strikeouts really does seem to be like forcing the count in a way that like you'd really hope from like a 6-4 slugger. Totally, I recommend taking it easy as a fan this weekend, as, um, taking it easy as a team as well. Um, important dates are on the horizon, and I'm personally not going to really feel any particular way about this team and like which way to go until at least every starting pitcher has had a chance to go through the rotation post-All-Star break. So anyhow, for now, I've been Andrew Riddall. Game tonight is at 7.05. Braxton Garrett facing the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, myself, I'll be in Jacksonville tonight. Jesus Lazardo going four innings for the Jumbo Shrimp. Will Edward Cabrera also goes for the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. But anyhow, talk to you next week. Thanks for listening, and I'll be with you on Wednesday.